Before we get started into this lovely holiday edition podcast, we want to let you know that someone does not like Christmas, and whoever it is, they really decided to take it out on our tech today. Impish. We, impish. Very impish. We lost our little screw doohickey thing for our tripod, and so our lovely setup, which you cannot see camera, but we can see with our eyes, is a series of boxes, very classy, offset with a checkbook to make it balanced. High tech. Very high tech. And then you will notice on this podcast that our audio quality is significantly lower than this audio bit right here. And that is because our recording feature did not work on my laptop this time. <laughs> so happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy this low quality walk the dog. Welcome to another episode of Walk the Dog. Welcome back. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever holiday you celebrate, we're celebrating Christmas. As you can see, well, maybe you can't see, maybe you're just listening to the audio version, but we're wearing sweaters and hats despite the fact that we live in Florida, so we are sweating in our sweaters. <laughs> That's really fun. So today, we are going to be talking about bad seasonal holiday gift shop type store things. <laughs> Everyone knows that during the holiday season, whether it's Halloween or Christmas, those are the two major holiday, holidays where inexplicably these little pop-up shops will... Pop up? They'll pop up, they suddenly exist, and then they are gone, and we don't know what the seasonal workers do with the rest of their year. Right. Probably just go off to carnivals and be carnies. I don't know. <laughs> that would be a good investigation series. But today, we are going to talk about bad ideas for Christmas shops. Bad Christmas kiosks. Yeah. And excuse my laptop. It's making noises. <laughs> but it's not a sound effect that we've added to the podcast. That is my laptop. How about you kick us off, Dad? Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about this um, since... We decided this was going to be our episode, and I, I thought one idea that definitely would be really, really bad and a definite fail would be what I would call barnyard scented candles. Mm. You know, you have a Exquisite. lot of these. Yeah, you have these different candle shops with the different scents that people buy. Um, yeah, if you open something like that, I don't think that's going to work very well. Um, as a matter of fact, I think you'd have to probably come up with a sleuthy name for it. Um, because the mall or wherever it was that you were trying to set up shop, especially if it was indoors, they would never let you have barnyard scented candles is the name. Um, they probably have to do something like Nature's Way or Outside Magic or... Ooh, I like Nature's Way. It sounds like a granola bar. It does. It does. But, I mean, can you imagine the total lack of cells from the smells? I think it would be lovely. It would not be lovely, and here's why. I have great names for some of the candles like Moopoo or Ordure de Chicon or Damp Dog. How about Lovely. Baba Berries? Rustic. Goose Goop? Natural. <laughs> Heavenly Hay? Diesel Tractor Groove? What? Just coming up with names. Oinky Dung? Yes, I like. Horsey Hockey? I mean, I could do this all day long, but... I just can't imagine that that would be a very good idea. 
lighting a candle, smelling that. I mean, who would be the manufacturer for something like that? I mean, like old McDonald or what? Probably Jan from The Office. <laughs> That's true. That was a great episode. I really enjoyed that one. I mean, horrible smells, but it definitely would make a great gag gift. Yeah, I think it would be super successful. And going along with the candle idea, I think that a Christmas store that would actually probably be pretty successful is a Yankee candle store. It's just the Yankee Candle Store, but it's only open for the holidays because they're they're being honest with themselves. Yeah, because I don't see how in the world those people actually make money throughout the rest of the year. Because yeah. who buys candles except around the holidays? Yeah. Remember one time me and my friends went into a Yankee Candle Store and the workers went up to us like, Hey, do you need any help? And we're obviously just there to smell candles like the freeloaders that we are. <laughs> And you could just see the subtle look of disappointment on the workers' faces because this was probably not the first time that day that they had been told we were just looking. We were just smelling. It's sad when you own a shop and people are just looking. They're not buying. And I'm thinking Yankee Candle is one of those places except the holidays. So, yeah, an honest Yankee Candle store, that probably would do pretty good. That's probably a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would work. Um... I have a second one. You do? This one is short and sweet. Not a lot of explanation needs to go into this one, and I think as soon as I say it, it would be obvious. Um, if you sold fruitcake donuts, in other words, donuts that were made from fruitcakes. I mean, I hate this idea so much. It's terrible. It is horrible. That's nasty. I, you were... You are taking one of the most beloved foods on the planet, a donut. And a donut is probably one of my favorite foods, certainly my, one of my favorite desserts. And you are mixing it with one of the most horrid foods on the planet. I mean, a fruitcake has to be one of the worst things that's ever been invented. I mean, I personally, I can't prove this, but I'm wondering if fruitcakes weren't invented in medieval times by jailers who, or torturers who used it to take some of the Christmas leftovers from their feast, smash it into this form of a loaf of bread and yes. fed it to their prisoners. I think that's a very likely explanation. It could be also that witches, a witch's coven created this, and they put a spell on it to disguise it from the kids so that they would eat it, and then they would be able to capture them and, you know, do whatever. But I mean, this just flies in the very face, no, spits in the face of Christmas spirit. Fruitcake donuts, terrible idea. That's kind of like work. the bad version of, you know how on the interwebs everyone's just waffling everything? Like you waffle a Krispy Kreme donut, you waffle until your heart's desire and it's delicious because it's a waffle and it gets crispy. This is like the opposite of that. You take it's a bad food and you put it into a good shape and guess what? It's still bad. It is bad. Do you like fruitcakes? No. But I don't know if I've ever actually had a full slice. Like I'll try a little corner and then... <sighs> Remember why it is I don't like fruitcakes. Yeah, not good. I don't like it. So again, I have an idea that's similar to yours. Great minds think alike. Indeed. In our mall, we used to have what I would like to call a Build-A-Bear ghost. And you might have them in your malls across America or if Build-A-Bear is international. A Build-A-Bear sure. ghost? A Build-A-Bear ghost. It's when a Build-A-Bear is in your mall. And then they go out of business because no one wants to spend $60 on a stuffed animal that you have to rub its heart and make a wish to put it inside the thingamabobber. That's true. 
so there are all of these Build-A-Bear shells in the world, and so I thought that we could replace them with Build-A-Fruitcake. Build-A-Fruitcake. Yes, and you'd have stations for different fruits, and just like a Build-A-Bear, the result would be or underwhelming and overpriced. What would some of the um, things that you would build your Build-A-Bear from? My Build-A-Bear? Your, your ghost. This is completely different from Build-A-Bear, no association. <laughs> Understand, we're not saying that. We're not going to get sued for that. We're saying build a bear ghost. Build a fruit cake. Build a fruit cake goes <laughs> based on a similar concept for non legal purposes or for legal purposes. What would be some of the items that you would put in this fruit cake? You know, you got your prunes, your apricots, some like nuts for oh. a little bit of crunch. Whatever. The dough part of a fruitcake is, I'm not sure. I want to say it's just gelatin, but it's not. It's like dry dough. You know, I think, so you it's, some, I think it's mostly Elmer's glue. Yeah, you got some Elmer's glue, whatever you want to put in there. Build a fruitcake. That's a terrible idea for sure. Happy um, holidays. Yeah, I think that that would uh, be quite awful, to say the least. Um, which brings us to our fictitionary sponsor. E. Um... For this particular episode, we have something that's pretty interesting. It's called Brighton's Illumaloo. Is it from Dr. Seuss? It is not. Illumaloo. <laughs> Introducing the very first bioluminescent um, lighted toilet seat. Oh my goodness. Does it come with a bidet? Brighton's Illumaloo has a patented process by which millions of self-replicating, naturally growing bacteria called shine bees light your <laughs> potty bowl for those nighttime bathroom visits. Um, the shine bees are placed in transparent tubes inserted on the underside of the toilet lid, creating a soft but discernible glow on the water below. Discernible. I love my products to be discernible. No, uh, but you don't have to worry about the tubes. Um, they are completely sealed, and the shine bees are completely harmless. Um, wow. Both economically and economically beneficial, Illuminu is good for your wallet, as they cost a fraction of what other lighted lids cost, and they are good for the environment because there's no batteries to add to local landfills. The shine bees live up to three months, and the slots are biodegradable, and the refills are less than the cost of the batteries. So if you are tired of peeing and missing in the dark, if you hate turning on the blinding bathroom light... I hate it so much! <laughs> then the Brighton's Illumaloo is for you. Illumaloo. They come in three soft glowing colors of Pacific Blue, Sunset Yellow, and Peaceful Green. Peaceful is Sunset green. Yellow pea colors at all? <laughs> No, the peaceful green is peaceful green. the sunset yellow is probably a little more orange than yellow, but I don't know. It says yellow, so I I, I don't own one of these from Brighton's Illumaloo, but um, I gotta get one of these. So thank you to our fictitionary sponsor, Brighton's Illumaloo. I can picture those in every EDM lover's house. <laughs> it's a beautiful addition. And that reminds me, one of my friends, I don't remember the point behind this invention, but he thought of this idea that toilet bowls should be lined with shag carpet instead of porcelain, which I don't understand. As a former janitor myself, I can safely <laughs> say that would not give you desirable results. Probably not long term, but for the individual who is a bypasser who gets to temporarily use it and sit down on it, it might feel pretty good on the tush. 
Yeah, but he also wanted the bowl to be lined with shag carpet. Oh, the bowl as well. Ooh, I think you're gonna get some stinky residue if you did that. Yeah, that sounds like what the bathroom would be like inside of your fruitcake shop. <laughs> or the barnyard scented candle shop. Yes, that would be so natural and refined and unique. Nature's way. Nature's way. What's, what's your next one? Okay, my next one is the Christmas catheter. And it's just <laughs> what you think it is. It's catheters for Christmas time. Because Grandpa is coming and you don't see Grandpa that often. You don't know what he likes, but you know he needs a catheter. And so why not get a red and green one? The Christmas catheter for all your catheter needs. So I have to ask. <laughs> What follow-up question could you possibly have oh, to this great idea? you have no idea the machinations of my mind. Um, the inner workings of the machinations of my mind. The to machinations? Quote Patrick Star. Patrick Star, SpongeBob, very, very good. Look it up sometime. Maybe we'll Your put it in the... Your mind is filled with macadamia nuts. No, no, no. <laughs> Besides it being red and green, is there any other thing that makes it Christmassy? Well, if you get the super deluxe pack, then it can be... Super Christmas light themed where it twinkles when you tinkle. <laughs> Could we possibly add a music tone for the super of deluxe course, pack? Yes. <laughs> you could play you can record your favorite your own Christmas carol. music. <laughs> I love that. That is a great idea. The Christmas catheter. Wow. I don't know if I can follow up with that or follow up on that one. That's that's really, really that's good. That's really good. I'm a business mogul. Okay, um, this one, take a moment to explain, but it's called Pictures with Belschnickel. Belschnickel. So, All your ideas are just rip-offs of The Office, man. No, they're not. They're not. Just stay with me on this. Um, give you a little bit of background of the history. If you're not familiar with it, um, obviously if you have watched The Office, you might be familiar with a little bit of it. Dwight dresses up like his version of Belschnickel, but I did a little research on this. It comes from the German word... Pelzen or Belzen. Ah, Deutsch. Yeah, Deutsch meaning to wallop or drub. That's fun. So you learn that word. I'm sure you'll use that next time you go to Germany. And nickel, of course, which is a variant of Nicholas for Old Saint Nick or Santa Claus. But what's interesting about this is um, the German origin, who is like Santa Claus, he had a much more sober, inspiring persona about him. Um, he came separately from Santa, didn't come at the same time, came in the wee hours of the night, and he would dispense judgment on the children. Okay, mm. So the good children, they got fruits or candies or breads or nuts, whatever it was that so would have been popular. Where comes from? Probably from Belschnickel. Belschnickel got put out of business for doing this, which I'm about to say, um, and so he went into fruitcake making maybe, I don't know. But the naughty children, this is what probably drove him out of business, received a whooping from a switch that he carried around in his other hand. So to add to his intimidating nature in all of this, what he would do is he would always, his face, if, if it wasn't covered, was always very dirty. He had a beard and it was matted and nasty. He always nice. wore brown, ugly clothes, kind of like burlap sack or something. They were dirty, they were raggedy. Um, but oftentimes he did wear a mask, and the mask had a long tongue coming out of it. So, as you can imagine, this just added to that persona of, of horror. 
Um, so it's Great Depression Santa Claus. It's definitely Great Depression Santa Claus. And awesome. I, I don't know, but I would imagine that he would be sitting on some type of pauper's chair. Um, kind of a, a version of the Game of Thrones throne. Casting judgment. Casting judgment. I've never watched. Naughty. Nice. <laughs> I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I know what the throne looks like, and I imagine that this stone would be twisted sticks and vines and, and all kinds of stuff, and Filled, he'd sit on that. Built with fruitcake. Built with fruitcake and nuts and so candies. Sturdy. Probably where he pulled his switch from, but I imagine that he would probably have little trolls looking characters instead of elves as helpers. And if a little kid did survive, the reward for that instead of candy or some other sweet treat would be a stalk of rhubarb to suck on. And if you don't know what rhubarb is, you need to look it up. You need to go find a place where they sell it and smell it and taste it. I promise you it's horrible. So pictures with Velschnickel would be a very bad idea bringing little children up to that horrifying thing. I can't imagine. I mean... I think probably the same number of kids would cry as already do when taking pictures with Santa. And I think it would probably be even worse. Even worse. Do you think they could? You could even get a kid to go sit on that on Belschnickel's lap, looking yeah. like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Totally. Would you have done it if you were a kid? If it was culturally normal, of course. <laughs> I'll do anything if it's culturally normal. Well, I don't know. If that's culturally normal. It certainly isn't. I mean, kids do cry like crazy when they have to go sit on Santa's lap, and he's, in my opinion, relatively benign. Although, in the Christmas Story movie, when Ralphie goes to sit on his lap, he is pretty intimidating. Ho, Santa. Ho, ho, you know, just not nice. He just needs a vacation. He needs a vacation. For Christmas. I'm bringing in Belschnickel. Alright, I have two more, but one of them is rapid fire, so... Next idea would just be a Swiss colony store, because I think that their sales would go exponentially down if people could actually see how big... Oh my gosh. All of, all of the things that you order are. It's like Tiny. doll size. You almost need like a magnifying glass to look at some of that stuff. Yeah, that's how they take all their photos. With a magnifying glass? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe that. That's all. We, we've actually bought some stuff from there. It's so good, but it's so tiny. It is tiny. It's like for tiny, it's it's smaller than what it would be for children. It's sad. And it's a little de deceptive in my opinion. You know what it is? It's Build-A-Bear size. <laughs> the the Build-A-Bears could definitely live on one of their hams, which is about that big, about the size of a softball or smaller. So yes, I, I that definitely would drive their sales down. I have to agree with you on that one. What's your last one? Right, my last one is just quite simply the holiday store. There are all these holidays that get overlooked if you're not Christian or if you're not culturally Christian. So if you're Jehovah's Witness or if you are Jewish, you got Hanukkah. If you're Jehovah's Witness, you got nothing because you're not celebrating anything. And it would just be a holiday store dedicated to not Christmas things. And it wouldn't have anything special or festive. It would be like a CVS but it'd be called the holiday store because that's where people who don't celebrate Christmas go on the holidays. And it would be super, super busy because it's the only store that doesn't play Christmas music during what the What kind holidays. of music would it play? Just, you know, top 40, your normal garbage. <laughs> well, that would that'd certainly fit in with it. I, I, I'm wondering, though, what kind of items are, are going to be sold because is it is it sectioned off by these different 
no, non-denominational winter celebrations. The, under the fact that they don't celebrate Christmas, much like everyone in a CBS is united in their need for sunscreen or something else that you forgot on your trip, or the fact that a Walgreens isn't close by. Okay. And so, the type of person who owns this owns this store is either going to be an atheist or a universalist because those are pretty extremes. Yeah. And what what would um, how would is it only open during the holidays, like around right. Christmas time? It's the holiday alternative for people who don't want to listen to Christmas music. They just want to get their suntan lotion in peace. So it is like a CVS in that it would be very much just that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like a drugstore, but for the holidays when you don't want to celebrate Christmas, but you still need your drugs. Is <laughs> you still need your drugs. Is there a dress code? No Santa hats. If you wear a Santa hat, it gets confiscated, and the little floofy thing gets taken off, so it just looks like a dumb. So what do they like? Have a, a security guard there? Security Who's... guard. That's right. Wow, that's intense. Yep. Almost scary. Don't mess with the holiday store. They'll they'll get you. That's their slogan. Maybe we'll get you. Maybe the security guard is uh, unemployed Belschnickel. That's a hard life for Belschnickel holiday store workers. I don't disagree with you at all. That's that sounds like a terrible store. It does. I agree. I'd like to visit it at least once. You would go to it. Yeah. Would Would you like if I have a dentist appointment, but I, I still have like fifteen minutes before it starts. So, so it's too early to sign in, but okay. not long enough to get a snack. I just have to ask this for clarification, and then, then we need to wrap this up, but how is that any different than a CVS store that's open any time in the rest of the because year? Because it is impervious to holidays. CVS is going to have wrapping paper. They're going to have oh, Mariah right. Carey Christmas pentatonics. They're going to have all the Christmas sure. carols and more, and you're going to walk in with your non-religious self just wanting to not celebrate the birth of Jesus and you're going to be forced to look at snowmen which are super religious. <laughs> Santa Claus is pretty religious. I mean he's all-knowing, all-seeing, he's everywhere at once. I mean he's like two-thirds God so yeah I get it. Yeah it's not cool. Not cool. Huh? You know what that might be successful. I would visit it but only with my Santa hat on just to see if the Belschnickel security guard would be brave enough to take it off my head. He would be brave enough. He probably would, and I wouldn't care because I got it from the dollar store, and it's just a dollar. It's great. So this <laughs> is probably our last Walk the Dog of the year. So happy inaugural year of Walk the Dog. Thank you for joining us on this visual slash auditory, auditory? Ears <laughs> adventure. <laughs> I think to wrap up the year that we should try to end on a communal holiday poem. Okay. You have a poem? No, I think yeah. that we should write a poem together right now, one more time. Write a poem. Oh wow. Once. Okay. You want so you Once is the first word. Oh and then you want me to say wow folks, this is gonna be sad. Once upon a time First of all you broke the rules which I never told you. You can only do one word at a time. Okay, so let's start over. So once there was this Santa who hated Christmas very much, but he loved Halloween <laughs> and, and 
he something <laughs> fun for done. Nothing has rhymed so far. I was no. about, if you would have said his, I was going to say spleen. <laughs> he did something fun for his spleen. Halloween. Oh, we were so close. We were so close. Well, hey, look. I got nothing else on that. It was good. We'll put that in the Christmas catheter store. We for will. Halloween, he did something nice for his spleen. <laughs> now from this catheter, you can glean. <laughs> um... A stream beam. Um, so, if you have a holiday poem that you've written, put it in the comments below. It won't be better than it. ours, but good luck. Probably not, yeah. Good luck on that. And so, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, and any other winter non-denominational celebrations that you may have. Happy Holidays. <laughs> Bark at you guys later. Merry bells keep ringing. Happy non-denominational holiday.